What's going on? It's Sean and Danny from Fraternity. Uh, we're doing a little bonus episode, mini episode. I don't know what you want to call it, but we're just chilling here. Halloween Ends came out the other day, and we're just going to talk about it. Nothing formal. We're just going to shoot the shit. Just me and my bro here. So, yeah, Sean, Halloween Ends. Let's talk about this film. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it? Another divisive entry into these recent halloween movies what a shocker huh (laughs) i've been dying to talk about this movie with you and i have no idea what you thought of it (laughs) i know i've been talking to some people on twitter so i don't know if you've seen what i think but why don't we just get it out there yeah i have no idea what you thought but uh my gut reaction to this film is it was a stinker even worse than kills, in my opinion. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Brutal. Well, this may shock uh, you. I, I, don't even, I don't even know where to begin with my distaste for this film. Um, I just feel like I was in awe the, whole, the entire two hours. You know, I was like, this is what you're doing. This is how you're ending your big trilogy for Halloween. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's kind of how I felt. I just, I did not, I don't think I enjoyed any of it, but, uh, let me guess, you, you, you're 50-50 on it, or you kind of like it? (laughs) I really like it. (laughs) Oh, no. I may love it. (laughs) Oh, God. Here we go. I'm glad that you don't like it, because I think that will make for a more interesting little bit of discussion here, but, uh. Yeah, before we start, if you don't want spoilers on Halloween Ends, shut this off, because we're going to spoil the hell out of this movie, obviously. We're just going to talk about the whole thing. <laughs> so, there's your warning. <laughs> and look, you're right, this is a trilogy, right? And I went and saw 2018 in theaters, and I left thinking, like, I think I like that movie, but I'm not sure. <laughs> and I even went and saw it again, just to see if I liked it as much as I thought I did, which... It's a decent movie for a requel, but the fact that I had to go back should have been a warning sign to me, and Kills confirmed that it was, because I cannot stand Kills. And I think this movie makes Kills even worse. Like, (laughs) why did they do a cliffhanger of a middle arc when they were just gonna bait and switch the audience and just do whatever they wanted to, like of course. Well, I I know their original intention was to shoot kills and ends back to back, but then they backed out and were like, "Let's see kills the reaction to kills." And I think they realized, like, "Oh shit, nobody liked this or it got panned." So I think they totally rewrote ends. That's my thinking because yeah, ends is like has no relation to the previous two films honestly and i think that's where my frustration begins is like it just feels so out of place you know like i get that maybe you enjoy that you know there's nothing wrong with enjoying like oh let's do something new but for it to be this like ending of the trilogy and it's like okay we're not really gonna focus on anything that happened previously just seems like a waste And I wanted to talk about, I was thinking about both 2018 and Kills, and honestly, I don't really like 2018 
all that much. I honestly couldn't remember anything that really happened to that movie except for the stuff that I didn't like, which was the Sartain turn. But overall, I think that movie's kind of mid, kind of forgettable. And then, yeah, Kills is like so bad, but it's not so bad as good. It's just bad and silly. But Ends is like, I honestly found it really boring. Um, I mean, we'll talk about it more, but uh, well, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of going off on a yeah, tangent look, here. I think where they really screwed up is going, well, let's make a trilogy when they really should have just made Halloween movies. And that's what they right. did here. None of these films really feel like Halloween movies. And I've only seen the original Halloween. And I think that's I think that <laughs> statement stands still. <laughs> Well, I was thinking about that, too, because you have seen the original and then these three. And I think I'm not speaking for every horror fan because I know a lot of people are going to dislike this. But I think this one is easier to digest if you've seen them all. If you've spent time with just seeing where this series has already gone. It's really not that crazy yeah (laughs) you know i mean from what i understand the halloween franchise is a very rocky ride (laughs) with ups and downs and all around so i get it i totally understand like being okay with this (laughs) given like what you've been through being a fan of the franchise but from my point of view as like experiencing both kills and ends as they come out i was just uh really not impressed i don't know (laughs) well i think that is just getting the taste of what slasher franchises tend to do (laughs) (laughs) totally um look when i went into this movie my notes were writing themselves before i watched it like i was totally prepared (laughs) to say if Halloween ends, it's because David Gordon Green killed it. <laughs> and I kept telling myself, like, don't look at it like that. Your expectations are undoubtedly low. But also, don't let that make you like it more than you should with those low expectations. And I'll tell you, mm-hmm. when this kid in the inciting incident takes a swan dive... That was like a a warning flash for me. I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. You know, here's something stupid they're going to do. That was such a weird moment because I was just like, what the fuck is going on in this movie? I mean, it was hilarious. I was laughing already, you know, five minutes into the film, like this little kid dies going over this balcony. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what the hell? Here's the thing, too, like. You're right, this movie stands on its own, but it also has the threads with Lori. And that's all it really needed to be. Like, they really fumbled in kills with taking the trauma to, like, the whole town. Where 18 focused on Lori's trauma, kills was like, oh, well, how does it affect everybody? And they just bungled that completely. But here it kind of... Brings it back to where we're watching four uniquely damaged individuals. And I liked centralizing the trauma again. Even though, like, seeing the scars that the town still carries worked for me. And I really liked how they handled Lori and how they did resolve the story that runs through them all. But the more I watched Corey, the more I liked that character, the more I liked where it was going. 
And every single time it got to a point where I was like, here's where they're going to lose me. This is this is the problem <laughs> right here. It always overperformed for me. And I was like, no, I'm I'm still liking this. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I totally can see. Yeah, Kills totally fumbles with like making Michael Myers and yeah, the trauma that happened on that Halloween night be a part of like the community but then it just kind of lessens the entire thing right so it's better to draw it back and just focus on Lori's family and Lori herself but I feel like the Lori stuff was so weak for me like I didn't really think she had any shining moments in this film and then they're just the finale with Lori versus Michael is just so underwhelming and then they bring the whole town into it too like all the town is at the junkyard while they're like carrying michael's body like spider-man 2 <laughs> style <laughs> it's like what the hell is this shit you know like i don't know I, it just it still felt hokey to me in the same way that kills does i'll tell you what so once the cory stuff started to flesh out I immediately knew just from watching horror movies for so long. I was like, Michael's going to kill him. There's no way this works out good for him in the end. And I even said to myself watching the movie, I said, if Michael doesn't kill Corey, I'm going to label this a disappointment because that has to happen <laughs> here. You know, because uh -huh. it was very I know you haven't seen a lot of the Friday the 13th films either, but in part five. It's a fake Jason, and it's this guy named Roy who dresses up like Jason. And this movie, once Corey really takes over, really gave me those Friday the 13th Part 5 and New Beginning vibes. I always like how Im mm -hmm. imitator killers always have to be more violent, you know, because you're already like, well, that's not Michael, so you better fucking kill good, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but the thing I liked about it too was one area where this franchise has always fumbled is they've made a few attempts to explain michael or give us a characterized michael like if you look at the rob zombie ones where they watched him as a kid forever but in this one in a roundabout kind of way because michael myers is just a dude in a mask and often they refer to him as the shape and that's how i looked at Corey. i was like here's the shape once he donned the mask but the most fully realized like characterized version of the shape we've ever gotten you know what i'm saying because right. michael's a blank slate and yeah but they give us something with Corey, and also give us a unique michael myers character here and the way they interact characterizes michael to a degree too in a way we've never seen before like him getting a human ally definitely isn't more outrageous than him taking all that punishment at the end of kills is it i mean i think they're both just as unbelievable <laughs> that's the thing like yeah how believable is it that michael would just like team up with this guy or it's not exactly clear what is going on between the two of them there's always it's vague enough to where you can say like oh Corey's kind of using michael for his own schemes or whatever like it's never like michael's in total agreeance with whatever's going on but uh 
Yeah, I guess we should talk about Corey. But uh, I do think his story is interesting. It's certainly like the backbone of the film. Um, but I did find myself to be disappointed that he did end up kind of dying. And I don't know, it just felt kind of pointless. It had to happen you know? for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that it had to happen. But at the same time, did it though? Like, we don't have to follow these horror tropes, you know? Like, I don't know. I was, uh, yeah, towards the end, I was just like, oh, it's all kind of like wrapping up neatly. <laughs> And all the risks we took in the script are course correcting now. And here's where (laughs) we were going to end up no matter what. I'll tell you what, you know, what's funny is the way this movie ends in my mind when she slits his wrist because the funeral procession shit or whatever that was is really stupid. Like I can forgive it just because I liked (laughs) the rest of the movie. But when you really think about it, this current timeline is like he killed his sister, then the original movie happens where he kills like five people, and then 2018 and kills happen. So it's like, okay, this guy who was locked up in a mental this guy who was locked up in a mental institute broke out, killed some people, got locked back up, did it one more time, and really laid waste to the town. But would they they kind of give him a parishion worthy of the guy who's been in all the movies, you know, it's that it's almost for the audience. Like this is for you who have seen him 12 times. Like we have to put him in the grinder. And that's kind of funny too. Cause when you would bullshit with your friends back in the day, you'd be like, if you were going to kill Jason, you'd have to put him in a grinder or something. Cause he's just coming back <laughs> and here they literally right. do it. Yeah. It's like, would the people of Haddonfield even remember who Michael is or even know, like, the younger generation? Like, why the fuck would they know? Yeah, you even know? in 2018, some of Allison's friends are like, is that really such a big deal? You know, he's he's stabbed a few people <laughs> to death. Like, people, a lot worse happens today. But yeah, I mean, it really has to be, that's why they probably had to make kills so ridiculous to give him that send-off he deserved, if you think of it franchise-wide. But is this a send-off? This is not going to be that last Halloween movie ever. This is the last Halloween movie for this group of filmmakers, but not the last Halloween movie that's going to be made. So why even do this grand thing when it's like, Obviously, this is not the end. <laughs> because they screwed up again. I don't know. It's saying, oh, we're going to do a trilogy. Like, they should have just been making Halloween movies. They boxed themselves yeah, in. I think, I think that was inherently the problem. Yeah. They started off from the beginning. Oh, this is going to be a trilogy of films. You know, and then they make kills and fumble the bag so hard that they have to backpedal and totally change ends. And then we just kind of get these films that don't really connect in any way at all. <laughs> That's how <laughs> I see it. Like, it's just three films that are loosely related, but are so vastly different in tone and message in the way that they play out. Like, it doesn't feel like a proper trilogy. Yeah, and Kills really got just caught up in all the contemporary melodrama with the whole town. Like, Oh, man. Like, this movie made me really despise that movie even more than I already did. <laughs> I don't understand it at all. Like, Well, I, I already can hear people, like, saying, oh, 
you talked so much shit on Halloween Kills, but you don't like Halloween Ends, even though it does the opposite and tries to do something different. It's like, okay, Halloween Kills being a turd does not make <laughs> Halloween Ends good because it does something different or is thinking outside of the box. You know, they, they, could, they can both be bad films. I had that exact same thought. I was like, it's like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, because it's always going to be a mixed reaction, especially with a legacy character like this. I mean, 40 years, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're not going to please everybody. So, yeah, I can totally see that. And it's like, first of all, I don't give a shit what anyone else thinks about a movie. So <laughs> I think we both feel that way. We got that going yeah. for us. But people are going to hate this one. Like, look... I hate kills. I know people love kills and that's what it is. And the same thing with this, like, I think it's wonderful. You don't like it. I'm totally interested in why, because <laughs> you should know I'm just as perplexed as anybody as to liking this as much as I did. But I just did because to me, it was just a Halloween film and I just really connected with what the is it, though? I don't think it's a Halloween. film. It has Michael Myers in it. <laughs> how is it a halloween film when michael myers is reduced to a five minute cameo <laughs> if that like he's hardly in the movie you know what that's and okay you know like you have Corey as the shape or whatever you want to call him but he's still like not on his own he's like influenced by michael but it's i don't is know he, like though? it's it, it, I don't know. Who knows? Who Look, dude, all who that cares? matters is Michael jismed <laughs> after stabbing somebody. That's pretty good motivation there. <laughs> yeah, why why was he shaking? It was weird. I'm pretty sure it's because <laughs> it was trying to say like killing gets him off and also be like a ooh, I'm coming was back it? into power kind of thing. I was like, why is he stroking out? <laughs> <laughs> also, what was Michael eating in the sewer for four years? Rats? Definitely. <laughs> Or does he have to eat? I mean, he's like a superhuman at this point. He can take damage. Clearly, he hasn't even taken his clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> he's just sitting there. <laughs> Chilling. I did like how Lori went all exploitation revenge on his ass. The fight was short, but you know the part when he grabs her by the throat and she's almost willing to let him kill her and we get the flashbacks? Like, I couldn't help but think... As far as we know, for this Lori Strode, this has been her entire life. Halloween 78, <laughs> Halloween 2018, and Halloween Kills. And I mean, pretty much. That would yeah. be a shitty life, right? Yeah. I, don't, I thought of a funny description for Halloween Ends. Um, it's a case study on how serial killers get white women horny. <laughs> oh, no. Doesn't Allison get like pretty freakishly horny <laughs> for Corey. i felt like they like totally botched her character like i was so like disappointed that's where they took her just being like all in love with him i don't know like it just rubbed me the wrong way <laughs> well i kept viewing their relationship as how like traumatized people can bond over their traumas yeah, totally but her trauma is a little like we get it but it's a little ill-defined in the movie you know like i think her yeah. form of trauma is probably the hardest to get right here <laughs> yeah because we i mean i guess 
she lost her mom to Michael, but we never really see her like truly struggle with that. Like we start the movie and she's like has this life with Laurie now and they seem to be doing pretty well. She's got a good job. She's had relationships. She seems to be moved on. But then it's like trying to make this point like, oh, she has to get out of the town. She can't stay in Haddonfield. She relates so much to Corey. But it's like, okay, but we've seen Corey like really suffer where Allison is just kind of like going along with whatever Corey is feeling. And then I thought it was weird that, you know, Corey does that setup where he makes it look like Lori stabbed him in the neck. And then Allison drives off all mad and it's, it's like that relationship was severed. But then it doesn't matter. She just turns around and saves Lori in the end to kill Michael. And it's just like, okay, that was it, I guess. <laughs> I feel like it made no logical sense, like, why she, like, turned and was like, no, I have to save my grandma. It was the, when she, when she talked to Hawkins and he said she called in a suicide, it made her be like, oh, I, I should go back. Because she thought Lori was going to commit suicide. Little did she know that was before all that shit went down. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. But, all uh... I can say is, for me, I liked how Halloween ends snuck in a new beginning type film within it. And it's still, yeah, you can say Michael got shortchanged, but I think the issue with that is in 2018 he was just a man and then they kind of made him this immortal monster again and kills but here they've made him a man again and that's what throws you off i guess you could say after he took all that damage like he yeah he survived kills <laughs> but did he really you know this is what he was reduced to <laughs> <laughs> i thought when they were driving him when they had him strapped onto the car like a deer that he was going to wake up again and like smash through the the window just like in the original you know <laughs> <laughs> I honestly was like, that's got to happen, but it did it. And I was like, I don't know if I'm disappointed or not, but at least this movie's over. I don't know if that <laughs> would make the movie better or ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, like, yeah, the Corey stuff is cool as a new beginning, but then like what I would have liked to see is like, okay, he gets stabbed by Laurie. And then Laurie and Michael have their fight and then they go over to check. And then Corey's gone, you know, like they don't know where he is. Just like Michael was able to survive anything. Now Corey has, it's, I don't know. It's like, here's a thread. Here's like, maybe there's more going on in this story, even though it's over. I just was disappointed that Corey had to die, but I know you were expecting it. So I don't know. What do I know? I'm not a, I'm not a master of horror. <laughs> well, neither am I. And I'm pretty sure you're not alone in having liked if Corey survived and maybe started a new set of movies just it had to end with michael and now who knows what the hell they'll do but <laughs> this is gonna make money no doubt about it no matter how it gets shit on or praised so there will be another halloween <laughs> evil did die tonight oh there it is <laughs> uh at least we didn't get no dumb chance <laughs> Or mobs in this film. Okay. Am I the only one disappointed in like the kills like overall in this film? Like I didn't really find myself liking any of them or thinking that they stand out. Like they weren't bad, but 
I can't think of one that I was oh, really on, like, man. oh, that was good. We do favorite kill and favorite scene on every episode, so you gotta have a favorite kill here. Let's hear. <laughs> what is it right now, if you had to choose? I can't, I honestly can't even remember half of them. Like, all I can remember is Michael's body getting chewed up in the in the grinder. <laughs> that was pretty weird looking, but gruesome too. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> seeing how the michael sausage gets made refresh my memory like i ought like that dude get that dude gets shot in the head um, look i'll tell you possibly my favorite at the moment is when that chick got hit by him in the truck and then she's all wrapped up <laughs> in the fencing because there's something yeah. brutal about these modern horror films where in older horror films it's like torture when you die you you're just dead even if it's just a stab wound to your kidney yeah. you're dead but now there's this habit of leaving them alive in these terrible circumstances for a while more. And that just, yeah, it's always it's savage, you know? Man, I was like hoping for that mullet kid to just get fucking his brain smashed or something. I was disappointed it was off screen. <laughs> yeah, that was a bummer because there were not, not also, many kills. These, these four kids would never talk in real life. I just want to say that much right now. Like, you have the jock with the letterman. You have this weird-looking mullet alt kid. Uh, What's with the new Boston or New York accent in Haddonfield, too? That was... Yeah. You have the band girl, then this, like, nerdy girl. And, like, these guys are friends? I don't think so. <laughs> hey, you gotta give it up for the blowtorch kill, at least. I mean... That one was interesting. Uh, not enough for me to love it, but it was it was interesting. God, what else was there? Oh, you know what? The DJ kill. That was good. Hey, we didn't even bring up Darcy cameo. Hello? What the hell? Yeah, that was great. <laughs> I was very worried that her cameo would be the only good thing about this movie, and I'm happy <laughs> that it wasn't, but she was great. I loved it. But the DJ kill was worth it. Just for his jaw hanging off <laughs> and then the record skipping because his tongue is on there. You know, it had a little bit of humor that I'm a fan of. So, you know what? I'll go with that because that's the only one I can remember. <laughs> you know what? Um, isn't it amazing how much one little tooth falling out of the mouth can affect the gruesomeness? <laughs> right. Well, I also wanted to mention that I like at the very end. Lori is sitting on the porch with Hawkins and then they mimic the ending of the original movie where they're showing like shots of all the rooms in her house. And in the original, when they're showing all the rooms and all the houses, it's to signify that Michael could be anywhere, right? But in these final mm -hmm. frames, it totally signifies Michael's gone and he can't be anywhere. And she's even got his mask. And I thought that was pretty yeah. poetic for an ending there. What I will say is, yeah, I think there's a lot for Halloween fans to appreciate. Just, you know, you've been dragged through the mud. So all these little references here <laughs> and there are uh, definitely neat. Like, I know they copy, like, the font and the color from Halloween 3 because this is the third film in this trilogy. So that was cool, I That's guess. That's when I knew this movie was doing a swerve when the lettering was blue. I was like, here we go. Right. Uh, it, that was it. I already knew. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, I guess last thing I'll say, Danny, is you know it's not possible for me to hate a movie with the cramps on the soundtrack. So <laughs> I was kind of locked in from there. <laughs> yeah, well, I was happy to hear some Dead Kennedys. Even though that song is making fun of people that celebrate Halloween and saying you should always take your mask off, you know? The ultimate <laughs> irony. And, you know, let's talk. I want to talk a little outside of the movie for one second. And when I was running things through my head from my expectations, I was thinking about David Gordon Green. And it's like, I was like, yeah, you made a decent Halloween movie in 2018, but should that really give this guy carte blanche to just run a train on the whole thing, however he sees fit? And I kept thinking about how many of the... how many of the directors that are known as masters of horror, like even John Carpenter himself, think of how many times producers got in his way or he was restrained, you know, creatively and not allowed to do exactly what they wanted to do. And now I was like, depending on which way this goes, and obviously it went both directions for many people here. (laughs) The question can be asked, like, Should someone have reined these in? You know, like, obviously you don't want to see tampering like you saw inflicted on freaking Wes Craven, Toby Hooper, name all of them, you know? And I was like, please don't tarnish that. Like, please don't give us an excuse for the producers to step in, you know? Like, don't ruin Halloween that much. And to me, he didn't. But I think to a lot of people, obviously, they're going to think he did. (laughs) So, well, people always say like, oh, they ruined Halloween. Kills ruined Halloween. Now it's ends ruined Halloween. Rob Zombie ruined Halloween. I don't think anything can ever. Yeah, Rob Zombie ruined Halloween. Nothing is ever going to ruin Halloween. You know, like it's always going to exist and there's going to be another Halloween film and people are going to love it. People are going to hate it, whatever, you know, but the franchise is not going to die. John Carpenter is going to keep holding his hand out and getting a fat check (laughs) every time, (laughs) you know, like nothing is going to kill this franchise. So just let it be and do crazy shit with it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. (laughs) And yeah, like I do wonder sometimes like if producer meddling can be a good thing (laughs) and not letting (laughs) just a filmmaker run crazy with ideas. But uh, yeah, it's hard to say how much is like truly their vision and how much is uh, coming together and making this film and how much they compromised on it. You know, we really can't say, but uh, yeah. Well, when you get movies this crazy, it it really is hard to say. (laughs) (laughs) But last thing I'll say is no matter where you fall on the spectrum, if you love this movie, if you hate this movie, you should totally take one of your friends that hasn't seen it out to see it and figure out what they think. And that's exactly what I'm (laughs) going to do tomorrow. So who knows what I'll have to say then? And who knows what I'll have to say in over a decade when hopefully we're covering this as a full-fledged Fraternity episode. (laughs) Well, I'm just shocked you can stomach this movie uh, two more times. I know you watched it again today, I think. (laughs) <laughs> and you're gonna go see it tomorrow 
But hey, that just proves your Halloween spirit, how much you love horror. <laughs> You're just living it. I've only been showing you movies for one and a half years, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we talked about Halloween ends. I think we said pretty much everything we wanted to, but uh, feel free to reach out to us in our email or DMs or just add us on Twitter. We'd be happy to talk about it. Let us know if you liked this little uh, impromptu mini episode. Uh, I think we enjoyed doing it. We'll see you next week with another fantastic episode. Go check out The Mangler. It's out now, and it's really good. (laughs) Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween.